Look at a pretty speckled pup, just as pretty as y'all can be. Good to see you. Doug, I bet you got a prayer sheet there. Yeah, that you're going to serve me with a summons. I don't know. It won't be the first time. Huh? Oh, okay. All right. I'm happy to have with me, with us this morning, my first cousin, Tim Bach, who drove down from Maryland, and we just praise God that he's here. And uh, if you would, keep him in your prayers. His wife recently passed, and uh, we love you, brother. We're praying for you. We have prayer here in the church for you. Rose is back with us, and uh, my cousin Jack is... Uh, Keep him in your prayers too. He's not been doing well. But uh, glad to have these, these fine folks with us this morning. <clears throat> Our call to worship this morning is taken from Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And God bless that reading, hearing of it to our hearts. Our prayer request, hold on here, we got a lot of prayer requests. Uh, Kim Pennitz, uh, Robert Pennitz's dad, Tony Peters, Rhonda and Jackie Tynan for Murph, for Jack Young, Hoover Smith family. In fact, we had Hoover's mother's funeral this past week, and so keep the family in prayer. Morris and Carolyn. Johnny and Nora, Reggie, Queenie, uh, Trace Kent, Tracy Kent, Jane Kitchens, and my wife wrote down here for Vic. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see, along here. Uh, Willie for Nathan, Unspoken, and Michael, Traveling Safety. Richard Haynes for Greg Haynes, Hilda Lobster, Unspoken. Larry Knight for Diana Knight. Remember Wendy Lee in prayer. Fran, Tony Peters, Ron and Thelma, Murph, Kim, and Robert Penix, Robert's dad, and my family. Betty Whaley and family, Jack Mathis and family, Ken Kellum and family, Jane Kitchens, all the lost and sick, the nation, and leaders, and keep Jane in your prayers as well. Jerry and Joanne for James Keller, Wilma Phoenix for the family of my cousin, Sylvia Brunswick, who has gone home to be with the Lord, and my nephew, Michael Stone, had emergency surgery. Pray for healing. Hold on just a second here. Uh, Adam, Unspoken, Brad Painter, Traveling Mercy, Brandy, happy birthday to her mom, Sharon. So Sharon, where are you? Are you here? She's not here? She's not here for you. Oh, there she is. Where'd you steal that baby from? You had the last week? What a woman. She can take the bacon, throw it in the pan. Anybody else have a birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you. Happy birthday to any anniversaries while we're on the subject? Oh, back here, son. How many years? 
13 years. Who else won? Oh, huh? What did he say? In the balcony. Oh, up here. How many years? 50? 50? Wow. That is wonderful. Wonderful. Huh? Huh? You and Brenda, how many years are you and Brenda? 38 years. Man, what a godly woman. <laughs> oh, worms of July 6th? My goodness gracious. Y'all say July to get married in. I still got the shotgun all the dad's use. Oh, have you still got the shotgun? Who? Yeah, it's when he pointed up the bathroom. No? Morris, did you point out the balcony? Yes? But he said what? Me too. Me too? No, you're older than that. <laughs> My that too. How many years for you, Morris? 55. Wow. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary, God bless you. Happy anniversary to you. Amen, amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this time. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into your holy presence. Thank you for this day. Thank you that we have the freedom and the joy and the blessing to assemble in your house in this your sanctuary. That word is so precious, sanctuary. A place that's a, an oasis in a world of trouble. We know that wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in the midst of them, so we indeed welcome your sweet, sweet presence. We know, Father God, that you know our need even before we speak it, and yet you encourage us to cast all our care upon you because you care for us. Father, we ask that you be with each one of these prayer concerns and those prayer concerns that are perhaps too personal to mention. You know our need even before we speak it. And Father, we just pray that today that you receive our praise and song and worship. We pray that, we, that you would bless our praise team and thank you for the gifts and talents that you have given them. And let us never forget that uh, if you be lifted up, you shall draw all men unto you. We pray, Father God, that your word would go forth today and accomplish all that you send it forth to do. And pray, Father God, when we leave this sanctuary today, we can say that we discern the sweet spirit of God. Lead us, guide us, and direct us for your glory. For these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. And all of God's children said, Amen, amen and Amen. Uh, I've got a few announcements here. Uh, motorcycle ministry meeting. That's for everybody. Now, the motorcycle ministry, you don't have to have a motorcycle. I get people ask me all the time and say, we've heard the Fountain of Life is called the Biker Church. Do you have to ride a motorcycle to come there? And I said, well, the smart ones don't. So, uh, you do, anybody who wants to come to that is more welcome and more than the flowers are made to be there. Uh, yesterday, is Ralph and Linda here this morning? Right back here, we had a wedding here with those two Something's come between you two already. I'm a son of a gun. And you've been married 24 hours and a man's already come between you. That's our son. 
Uh, that's her son. That's her son. I know that Mr. Gilman. I'm not nearly as stupid as you think I am. Ain't nobody be that stupid. Uh, congratulations on your. I, I, I'm going to tell this on you. I've done weddings out in the field. I've done weddings in barns. I've done weddings in tents. I've done weddings about ever. But yesterday is the first time I ever did a sit-down wedding. She, uh, the bride had a bad uh, foot and leg. She had one of them boots on. Oh, goodness. The, the groom had a bad back. He couldn't stand long. And I hope your honeymoon went good last night. <laughs> I bet if you you were in the hallway, all you heard was ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> Better let it go, man. Better let it go. <laughs> That's just wrong. That's just wrong. Um, we want to thank uh, James and Amanda who took over the job of. Uh, Mowing the lawn out here. They did a wonderful, wonderful job. They praise God. Definitely. And also, we uh, we want to thank Lindsay, uh, who brought all, you know, we have the, the mask out there. If anybody wants a mask. And people ask me, do you have to wear a mask? We do not make, we leave that up to an individual. If you want to wear one, good. If you don't, uh, that's, that's up to you. Uh, Matt and I will wear one because we have some, Serious health issues, and Matt has no immune system. I mean, literally, he just, what was it, last Sunday you were Bubble Boy? Or, yeah, yeah, literally. Last, yeah. yeah, and we've talked about it, maybe I'll wear that all the time. Did but, the space ever hurt? Because it's killing us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that's why we want him to wear that mask at 365 days. It's like we told Vic that time he shaved when he did Elvis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elvis next time. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was being Elvis and I shaved my beard and man, that freaked everybody out. Man, you can't imagine how much ugly cry. was behind his beard. <laughs> Made babies cry. Stopped the clocks on the wall. Dad, if you'll announce uh, to uh, online service tonight because the weather. I was going to try to do outside service, but because of the oh, weather. Oh, tonight Matt was going to do an outside service stage, but because of the bad uh, inclement weather moving this way, you're, you're going to do it on online, the internet. Online, maybe we'll try it maybe next Sunday. All right, all right. And uh, the uh, flags here, Morris. Oh yeah, I'm used. Morris made made these flags. No, his, his, neighbor, his, his neighbor. neighbor. His neighbor's a Marine veteran. Morse didn't make it. <laughs> it was his neighbor made those, and uh, those are beautiful. And I understand that if somebody wants one, see Morse. Or, and, no, uh, see Craig. Uh, see Craig or Aaron, and see, they'll tell Morse. <laughs> see Craig or Aaron. And okay, Morse didn't make it. So don't see Morse. It was his neighbor, but see Craig or Aaron. That's what he win. told me. They're a hundred dollars. And they're a hundred dollars. They can put any military emblem on there. They can put any military emblem on and there. And he donated that one over there to the church. He donated that one over there to the church. Got, won't you just give us the microphone? Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, I have preached in Haiti and had less translation. <laughs> all right. I think that's all the announcements that I know of. Any other that perhaps I need to. If nothing else, what, well, what we talked about doing 
We're going to do two songs, and then a baptism, and then a song, oh, and then the message. Well, next time, let the pastor know. <laughs> I told Wendy, yeah, this, this week I've done a couple baptisms, a wedding, and all that. I said, I love this retirement all the time. Okay, let's stand for a time to praise and worship, please. <laughs>
Don't lift my microphone. Don't go away. Be right back. <laughs> You may wonder why I wore hats a lot of time. Uh, back when my little nephew passed away, he always teased me about the hats, so that's how it started. And then also I make those hats and I think you look good. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, let me ask you a few questions. Do you truly repent of your sins and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If so, answer by saying, I do. Do you purpose to keep me with the Bible, God's holy, inspired, and errant, infallible word? If so, ask by saying, I do. Do you wish to seal these vows in Christian baptism? If so, ask by saying, I do. All right. We had some trouble with our baptistry, so we're going to do, as we you've seen us do in, in other, on other occasions, in regards to sprinkling. Now, I want to share something with you. It's not the amount of the water. It's the action that is involved, that shows an outward sign of an inward change. Jesus said, if you'll confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father in heaven. But if you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father in heaven. So baptism lets the world know I'm not ashamed of Christ because he wasn't ashamed of me. All right, if you just lean your head over here, we come now to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come in your presence. Thank you so very much for Sarah's profession of faith. Thank you, Father God, that she wanted to seal her vows in Christian baptism. Dear God, the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, please fill her to overflowing. Let her put her hand in your nail-scarred hand and be led by you in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Give your angels charge about her, holy hedge about her. Keep her strong in you and the power of your mind. Let her be a witness for you at all times. Bless, lead, guide, direct, and keep her. For these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. And all of God's children said. Amen. There you go. God bless you. God bless you, bless you, bless you. Thank you for helping us there. Mrs. Young and young Mr. Young. Oh, you tell them what we're going to do, Vic, and they can just, there ain't no lyrics on the board, so they can there, stay sitting here or whatever they want to do. There's no lyrics on the board? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have music, and this, I don't, if you know, Charlie Daniels passed away. And I tell you what, that's broke my heart. And uh, if you haven't seen his funeral service, it's online. You ought to watch that memorial service. But anyway, this is uh, a song that uh, Charlie did, and these guys are so good at it. So go ahead, Brother Dan. <laughs> this is one we do in all the prisons when we go in there.
thinking God is dead. You better get that thought out of your head. God is very much alive, he's still in control. Satan talking to you cause he's after your soul. Think of meditation's got a whole lot of price. No salvation in that new age trash. Think you got the answer in the new way you found. It ain't gonna help you when the pocket comes down. Heaven's full of shape, earth is full of play Many sons of workers don't feel Sea is full of road, fear out of control Men are gonna trip on the way, escape that house of faith You'll be swept away by the blood Jesus is the one, he stands on the sun Says it well on their way. Everybody told you about the mark of the beast. All the things that happen when his evil's released. Well, I realize that there's a hell down below. But let me tell you, brother, where you ain't gotta go. You can spend eternity in heaven above. Just give your heart to Jesus Christ and trust in his love. This is for the shade.
Mike and Kim gave me a anything uh, wrong pocket. Like Captain Kangaroo, I've been all these pockets. <laughs> Brought me a mask. I like what it has on it. You see if you put that on that good? Yeah. I don't I don't wear that in public every chance I get to make liberals cry. <laughs> and Bo Bowman, where are you, Bo? You in the back? Yeah. That's where we like to keep you, brother. <laughs> he brought me a ball cap and said, don't forget my senior discount. <laughs> I'll tell you what, ain't nothing like being loved. What's it say on that mask? Huh? What's that mask say? It said, you couldn't see it? No, Dang, I hate that for you. Oh. It said Trump 2020. <laughs> That's why I said he makes liberals cry. Which ain't nothing in the world makes me happier to see a liberal cry. Uh, I'm going to share a little illustration with you. I've shared it before, but uh, I can't remember how many years back. Uh, I wrote a paper on what's called the Emergent Church. And uh, I was invited by Oxford to come back and present the paper. And once a year they have where they invite 50 people, and they 50 people present papers, and they choose 10 people out of the 50 to actually present those papers. So mine was one of those was picked to present. And when you present a paper, then you have to critique somebody else that they assigned you to critique their paper, which is very uncomfortable. But anyway, uh, the gentleman that I was supposed to critique he did his paper on Martin Luther King. And it was, it was good. It was a beautiful paper. However, the last thing he said was, we should imitate Martin Luther King in every way. And so when it was my time to critique, I said, beautiful paper, excellently written. Uh, I agree with 99.9% .9 of it except for the last sentence. Not to try to imitate him in every way. Because his right-hand man, Ralph Abernathy, talked about how he, Martin Luther King, on numerous occasions uh, would commit adultery. Well, when I said that, it's, it's, sort, of just, it's sort of like what would happen to Roger Ford and uh, Elizabeth and all across the country. The white people got mad at me. Is that amazing? The white people, they, they hollered out racist. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, I'll take questions. And one lady said, well, it's clear you're from the South. I don't know how she figured that. I mean, I only said, said y'all half a dozen times. So y'all don't really talk about it. She said, how do you feel about slavery? I said, I think it's out of the pits of hell. And that kind of confused them. And finally, there was a black gentleman that stood up. And he said... I was Martin Luther King's right-hand man. I marched with him in Selma. I marched with him in every place, and I was very active in his, his work. But what Dr. Young said is absolutely correct. And I felt so vindicated. You remember that, don't you, Lynn? I felt so vindicated. So much of his life, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of people, we can glean the good things in their life, but all men have feet of clay.
That's just like they, they try to dig up any dirt they can on Trump. You see, we didn't elect a priest. I didn't elect a, I didn't vote for a spiritual leader when I voted. I wanted somebody who shared the principles, the, the concerns, uh, what I consider biblical standards uh, that I believe a government should be ran by Judeo-Christian principles. There's so many people we can glean from. If you look in anybody's life, they're going to have skeletons in their closet. I mean, take me, for example. I do not like spinach. This <laughs> goes to show you there's none righteous, no, not one. Here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Paul said, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. May God bless that reading, hearing of it to our hearts. Let's have just a moment's word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, again, we come into your holy presence and we thank you for all the blessings that you give. Please let your word and your will be made manifest in the sanctuary today. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. I remember when I was a kid, and I've talked to people and asked them the same question. They look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, either they didn't think like my warped imagination was, or they were quiet about it. I said, when you were growing up, did you ever just stop and think, how should I act? How should I conduct myself? How should I think? What, you know, because particularly when you're in school, you have the athletic, well, let me go back when I was in school, let's take high school. You had the jocks. You had more scholarly. You had the Ivy League. You had the rednecks. What are you laughing at? Don't you know what this world needs is a few more rednecks? They need to be up front to take the lead. I would agree. You had... You had people who were just the wallflowers, but you had the partying people, you had the dopers, you had the stoners. You, sometimes young people particularly, they just don't know where they fit in. I know Tim, my cousin here. Now, you and your dad were direct descendants of your hands of Boston Bach, right? He had 20 kids, so it's pretty good chance. 20, good, 20 kids, so he had pretty good chance, right? Well, Tim was exceedingly and I, I don't want to get his head blown up, but very, very intelligent. Didn't you set off a rocket or something in the high school one time? And, <laughs> isn't that right? Something like that and a few other things. Yeah, the family, you still talked about it. <laughs> Paul said, I want you to follow me. But he, he has a caveat onto that. He said, I want you to follow me because I'm following Christ. If you, if you want to follow me, then fall in line because I'm heading towards Christ. That's what I want to, to do. I know in my life, there are people that certain aspects of their life I, I desire to emulate. Uh, I love literature. My family's always been a reading family. And Dad, would, he did a lot of writing and such. And uh, I love literature that has a southern accent. I'll tell you why. For example, you take William Faulkner's writings, A Rose for, Mim for Emily. 
You take Thomas Wolfe's writing, and when you read about you can't go home again. By the way, Thomas Wolfe was up road here in Asheville and buried up there. You take what was called the Southern Renovation and Resurrection in literature. You see, it's an interesting thing here in our country. People from up north will say, if they come down here, they'll say, I'm from up north. We go up north or we talk to somebody from up north, we say, I'm from the south. There's been a lot of erroneous teachings as to why there was a civil war. And I say erroneous. And here's the reason being. Whoever wins a battle writes the history. You got that? It was not initially started because of slavery. In fact, I encourage you to go uh, to read uh, William Walker, who is a professor at Mason University, an Afro-American gentleman. He finally put it, didn't he, Matt, the way I've been trying to say for years. It started out as an economical situation. You see, there were 13 colonies, the rest of the world, France and England, realized that each one of these 13 states, if you will, were independent. It was only later that they became the United States. And so it was believed when they came together as a United State that anybody who wanted to leave that union for whatever reason they felt was right to do so could leave. And so when the South was having an unfair tax put on them because of cotton where the North didn't have to pay, one thing's for sure, you, you can have ideological difference somebody, but you get no want. That's a whole different thing. So that was initial reason. Now, slavery came in later. Lincoln introduced that. So there, with all these tearing down of statues and things, there's, no, there's not going to be any ending to it. They're even at attacking statues that have an Afro-American background. The reason being they want to destroy America. They want to deconstruct America. They want to, they want to rewrite history because... The Black Lives Matter is not about black lives. It's about Marxism, socialism, the propagation of a communistic ideology. So when I look as far as my life, I appreciate a Southern heritage. Not that there's anything wrong with people up north that can't be fixed. <laughs> But you see, in this area particularly, in fact, I encourage you with the way things are going on in the country, if you don't have a set of Foxfire books, you, you ought to get them. If you don't know what that is, look it up. If all of a sudden something happens here in the country and I have to take off to the mountains, the first thing I'm gonna get is my set of Foxfire books and then look for Linda. <laughs> I'm just teasing, ladies. <laughs> Don't forget your videos. Huh? Don't forget your videos. I ain't got that far yet. It may go a little longer than 12. I have that feeling. Hope not. But in any event, people in this area mostly are Scotch-Irish descent. Therefore, they brought with them a clannishness. They brought with them a more earthly. Because the South was very agrarian, agricultural. The North, because of their long winters and everything, became more industrialized, but utilized materials, raw materials from the South. This is another indicator of what was going on. But the Southern heritage 
During the Civil War, there is listed more and more spiritual Christian revivals in the South that were recorded, and none were recorded in the North. Now, there's a, a doctrinal reason for that. I'm not going to get into that this morning. So when I look at these statues and the leadership they represent, whether North or South, we should glean the good qualities from these people and not hold the things that you consider negative as a reason to destroy or annihilate every remembrance of them. You see, I hear today so many people saying how horrible slavery is and how horrible these people were who had slavery. I don't argue that. But if I were to talk to somebody from 1861 and tell them, do you know we have legalized where we can slice and dice babies in the womb and then suction them out? I have a feeling they'd say, no way. That's too horrific. You see, each generation who tries to judge another, another generation without understanding specifics in the environment around it. But there are those icons, if you will, that are permanent that we should emulate. And numero uno is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, Jesus told, told us, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I change not. First Peter chapter 2, verse 21 tells us that Jesus set us an example that we should walk in his step. Like I say, man has feet of clay. Jesus did. He was without sin. Jesus left us a basic principle of being a Christian. In Matthew 22, verse 37 to 40, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, soul, mind, and being. This is the first and great commandment. The second is likened to it, to love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two laws hang all the law and the prophet. But just those two laws are not easy to do. Because if you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and being, you're going to ask Him to kill you what's your will. And to love your neighbors yourself means that if I am wrong, to be forgiven. Because I seek forgiveness. And God's Word says, if you do not forgive men of their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. That tears me up. So Jesus is God incarnate. He expresses his love, his forgiveness. He gives us a life that we would do well by the power of the Holy Spirit to emulate. That we should walk in his steps. That we should walk in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 12, Jesus gave us one of the greatest commandments other than the Matthew 22 I just shared. Called the golden rule. To do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. If we live by that code, that would be awesome. This past week, Charlie Daniels passed away. And it really, really bothered me. I have never met him personally. Dan, did you ever meet Charlie Daniels? You had? Frog you? I don't know if Frog's on his little pad here or where. But, <laughs> but I always felt like I knew him. From his music, his persona, the things I heard about him, I feel like I knew him. And some scripture comes to my mind regarding Charlie Daniels. 
God's word tells us in Hebrews 13, 5, and whatsoever state you're in, therewith to be content. For God promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. And Charlie Daniel seemed to be content in who he was, where he was from. And like the old saying goes, he never got above his rings. He, 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 he loved beans and cornbread. He liked his chicken southern fried. And he appreciated those earthy things of life. And it came through in his music. And he loved America. He loved the United States of America. And he loved the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have that little clip we can show I had up there? Hopefully it'll work. Thank you, Ken. It is so good to be here today and participate in this service. When I was very young and I first started hearing the story of Jesus when he was tried before Pilate and condemned, and he had to tote that cross to Golgotha, and everybody was hitting him and spitting on him and slapping him and kicking him. And being a child, I used to think, if I had been there, I would have gone to him. I would have stood with him. I would have attacked those people that were attacking him. Of course, I wasn't, and it was a child's fantasy, but 2,000 years after the fact, they're still trying to kill Jesus. The ACLU and out of control media. <laughs> Atheist organizations in Hollywood. Well, I serve notice. I'm here this time, and I'm going to stand with Jesus. <laughs> He goes on to sing one of the most beautiful renditions of how great thou art. See, Charlie, Charlie Daniels was not perfect. You can hear some of his earlier music. He's pretty rough around the edges. But as he got older, particularly when Jesus Christ became his Savior, if you watch his memorial service on YouTube, you'll see where Travis Tritt said how he witnessed to him. You see how some of the other people they come up there to sing and talk about how Charlie Daniels had witnessed to them. There's things about his life that I appreciate and, and like to incorporate in my life. Of appreciating where you're at. See, Acts 17 tells us before the foundation of the world, God determined when and where geographically he would place you in the time continuum. And so sometimes we're always thinking about tomorrow or perhaps the, the shadow over the next hill might be a little cooler and the whole time we pass through life and turn around and realize we wasted all the joy we could have had. I read this morning that the University of Southern California was removing the memorial of John Wayne. The airport in California it's named after John Wayne. They want to tear that down. All because of this, uh, all this information regarding Black Lives Matter. They take a quote from John Wayne and distorted it and twisted it to make it mean something that he didn't intend for it to mean. I always appreciate John Wayne. I always appreciate his movies. My favorite movie by John Wayne was Big Jake. 
That's where they kidnapped his grandson. Well, the, the little boy who played his grandson was actually his youngest son in real life. And every time I watched it, I thought, I could see me doing that. Somebody monkey with my family, God help. I loved what John Wayne stood for. You see, God's word tells us in Psalm 33, verse 12, any nation that has the Lord as their God is a blessed nation. John Wayne stood up for the, the things that are America. This nation was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and there are those who want to rewrite it. There are those who want to destroy it. And they want to build a society that has never, ever worked. And if we, in fact, it's been said that all, all it takes for evil to prosper is for good men to do nothing. And I appreciate those who went to Elizabeth in a week ago. I do hate that the only person they showed on TV was that idiot screaming the racist thing that she, she did. It's just like yesterday, Rogersville. They put on there, they put another idiot on there. And he said, well, people who are your mortal enemies, you'll never get over it. I said, oh, man, carrying around a flag and had all kinds of rebel stuff on it. And, what? That's the very ones they put. They don't show all the peaceful people there who are standing up for what they believe in, but doing it from a Martin Luther King, a nonviolent situation, but letting them know you will not touch our memorials. You will not touch those things that give us those icons, those images that make us appreciate America. Say what you want to say, but don't touch this stuff. We got that little clip on to show up there, John Wayne. Yeah. How'd you ever kill so many men? Lived most of my life in the wild country. You said a code of laws to live by. What laws? I won't be wronged. I won't be insulted. I won't be laid a hand on. I don't do these things to other people. I require the same from them. But how could you get in? It's been written by many Western writers such as the writer of the writers of the purple sage and such that it was an unwritten but understood code in the west you don't touch another man's heart horse you don't touch another man's hat you do basically do unto others you have them do unto you and this statement that john wayne said in the shoes he said i won't be wrong i won't have a man put his hand on me and he says, I don't do these things to others, and I expect to require the same for me. If you have respect for all mankind, you're acting like Jesus. If you love your enemies, you're acting like the greatest one to emulate Jesus. You see, as Paul said, if in this life only we have hope, and you don't believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you're the most miserable person on the planet. But you see, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Our nation is in a mess. And the only way it's going to pull it out, I believe, is if there's a mighty spiritual revival and people realize we need a Savior.
And remember, God's word tells us, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their sinful ways, then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. Let's stand here with please. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into your holy presence. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for the revelation of the knowledge of you. We thank you that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes into the Father but by you. Father, I pray if anyone here this morning does not know you as the Lord and the Savior of their life, that they'll pray this prayer I'm about to pray. Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I receive you as my Lord and my God and my personal Savior. Holy Spirit, please fill me to overflowing. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer this morning, while Jesus playing an invitation, please come to the front of the church and you may have a chance to pray with you.
Praise God. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for being here today. Pray for our nation. Pray for our nation's leaders. Pray for healing, spiritually, mentally, and physically upon our land. And appreciate each and every one of you so very, very much. And we'll close in prayer. Father, again, we come into your presence to thank you for this day. To thank you for all the blessings you give. Please keep us now and are going out and coming in and bring us back safely at the point of time. For these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name and all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. God bless you.